guys, welcome back to another the Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. So grateful to be back. And again, whoa, I am now uploading on a consistent basis every single day, just like my ESL podcast. Why? Because I feel like I'm more motivated to do this. And it's very unfortunate. There's intrinsic uh, uh, value and intrinsic motivation behind it in regards to people beginning to listen to my podcast more now than they did on the other platform for three years. You know, it's actually starting to pick up steam. It's about to cross that 10,000 play threshold coming up real soon already. And that was real quick compared to the other platform, which it took three and a half years. So here I am. And I want to do this because this actually gives me motivation too to start buckling down with a lot of things. I'm going to start doing IGTVs. I've been very, very distracted as of late. And and before I get into this real quick, it's funny. I actually posted my tinnitus story. Me overcoming the ringing in my ears, right? Posted it in a Facebook group. First 80 comments, amazes. So many people are asking me questions. Next, you know, there was an Indian troll. And I was like, oh, here we go. And that Indian troll said, oh, it's because your headphones. It's likely to come back. I'm like, oh, really? That That's how I defeated it already, huh? So it's likely to come back all of a sudden. Wow. This comes from a person who knows nothing about me, who's not a doctor, not even a doctor. Doctors are shit. So after that comment, I'm like, okay, Arsenio, how am I going to react to this? I, re- I reacted in an empathetic way. I'm like, oh, I see that you're looking for attention. Didn't really say it, but I knew this person was looking for attention. And I said, okay, goodbye. And I hurry up and block that person. Then I got another troll from America, apparently. And this one, oh my God. He's like, oh, come on my trash. Doesn't even work. Uh, yours is the, you have mild tinnitus. So it's not even worth mentioning. Motherfucker, how do you know what I have when I'm the one that hears it, dumbass? I said, okay, comments off. I said, wow, good job, troll, block. I said, comments off, all right? And then I uh, turned something else off. I hit all the notifications, and then I left the private group because I've already done my work. There's no reason for me to be in there anymore. What, to read other people's stories and to continue thinking about having tinnitus in general? No, no, I don't want to engage in that buffoonery. So this is what I... This is what I'm learning. This is what we've been talking about, guys. The whole, how am I going to react to situations? First and foremost, I never feed in to online trolls, especially ones that have very poor grammar. You can't even put a structurally sound sentence together. I said, wow, good job, troll. Ha ha, block. Okay, I'm leaving this group. Block this, block that. This story's over. Don't need to focus on it anymore. I'm going to focus on my healing. You know what I mean? Like, guys, we focus on some of the dumbest shit. And we have a tendency of giving our focus and our attention to the dumbest motherfuckers that are completely undeserving of it. Am I lying or am I not lying? Stop engaging with these stupid motherfuckers online. I engage only with my fans. I got Brazilians who follow me on a, uh, on a consistent daily basis. You know, if there's someone that pressures me and starts, like, uh, back-talking me in any, kind of, uh, in any kind of way online or whatnot... I end up uh, just like leaving in general. I leave the conversation or I stop talking to that individual before I get, before I go into the begin with the end in mind. Again, really apologize for this. Normally I don't do this. I haven't done this since five years. Normally I make a separate podcast for this, but I just want to tell you that uh, it's not about cutting people off, but if I'm hanging around with someone, right? And I uh, hung around with this one girl out here 
known her for a while. And she always, I am like an air traffic control slash ground crew. I have a systematic approach to my day. I set my schedule. If you say, hey, Arsenio, hey, you know, uh, I'm not, you know, are you free? Are you this? Are you that? Um, you know, what, what exactly? Uh, okay, so how about we just, um, how about we meet later up? I said, okay, give me a time. Oh, well, there's not really, uh, there's not really a time, but you know, let's just meet up later. And I'm like, what, what do you mean by that? You have to give me a time. This is how I work. Like, there's no way that you could just say, oh, well, I'm not going to give you a time. Uh, I'm just going to hopefully, uh, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. 6.30. Oh, I'll let you know when I'm done with my walk. I'm like, okay, it's seven o'clock. I'm leaving home. No, wait. <clears throat> I'm not going to be on till eight. See, that shit right there is why I went back inside and we didn't meet. The next thing you know, I'm the bad one. See, no, you need to set a schedule. People, it's either, and this, and this is what I do. I'm like, listen, I'm going to make, I'm, I'm, you said 7.30. You pushed it to 8. You suck. Okay? Maybe it's not meant to be to ever see you again. But you act without a schedule. And this is why you're a very reactive person. I can't fuck with you. It's kind of like, you know, me meeting up with my friend later on tonight at 5.30 p.m. Can you imagine if she showed up at 6.15 and I had been waiting there at the train station for 45 minutes? That would be the last time I would see her. Systems, people, you need them. I'm not saying be a very high air traffic control where, you know, you take the human aspect out of it. I do have that flight attendant in me. I have a bunch of flight attendant in me, but I have both ground crew and I have the air traffic control because I need systems. No systems. I'm reacting to my day the entire day. So now we're going to be getting into the podcast. Here we go. Habit number two, begin with the end in mind. You know, I want to ask you something really funny. What do you want to be when you grow up? Pretty funny, huh? That's what we have been asked our entire lives. And basically because we live through vicariously through a number of different people and we look up and we have different role models and mentors. And of course, with, you know, social media and everything and how this has transpired, we have a tendency of, oh, I want to be a fighter fighter. I want to be this. I want to be that. I remember I was in in-house suspension when I was being a little bit of a badass back in eighth grade. Uh, and it's because I was hanging around other fucking losers. Um, I remember the guy said, okay, I want you to write down what you want to be on your paper. So I sent it to him and, you know, I said, okay, I want to be an agent. Yeah, okay, because I played games with agents in it. Yeah, I want to be a fucking agent and an archaeologist. And I'm like, yeah, okay, Arsenio, so you're just going to be running around looking for fossils all fucking day, huh? Yeah, right. Again, but it made me think, right? It, it, it put the thinking into it. So it's very ambiguous to believe and say, what do you want to be when you grow up? There's no such, don't ask questions like that. Because every, you change every single year. Jesus Christ, I wanted to be an orthodontist. Could you imagine? I would have been a quarter, quarter million dollars in debt, becoming a fucking orthodontist, putting braces on people's teeth, for, uh, I'm sorry, people's teeth for the rest of my fucking life. I downgraded to dental hygienist. Yeah, let me just scrape people's fucking plaque off their teeth for the rest of my life. Then a dental assistant. Let me just clean up the mess of a shitty dentist who's a fucking asshole 
for the rest of my life. That's not a way to live for me. So that question may appear very, very trite, but just think about it for a moment. Are you right now who you want to be now? Now, again, when you're a child, you have no idea what you want to be. See, I try talking, when I talk to students and everything, I'm like, what do you want to go to university? They're like, oh, I want to do my degree here and then go, uh, go overseas. I'm like, okay, go in overseas. You're going to be experiencing new things. Don't go to America, though. You're not going to be able to experience a lot of things. That is still a very systematic approach. You need this job, this job, this job. If you're an entrepreneur, you still look, you get looked at like a dumbass at like a dinner table or at a black tux and tie event, right? If, oh, I want to be a podcaster. Oh, what the fuck? You don't want to go to university? All the old heads who I used to keep in contact, my ex-professors and people who had helped me financially back in 2006, you should go back to school. You should go back to school. Fucking really? Are you fucking kidding me? No, fuck you. No. Hell no. Now leave me the fuck alone. Never spoke to him again. Annoying. Annoying as fuck. So again, am I who I want to be right now? Well, the beautiful part about life is I'm going to continue developing throughout the course of my life. And this is what I love so much about living. Because the more I actually put out there, obviously, not only to the universe, but, you know, to you know, helping people and inspire people, the more motivated I become. See, that flight assessment is, that flight assessment is going to be the first thing, first major purchase I'm going to make probably in a couple of months, uh, not in a couple of months, uh, and uh, probably next month or even in a few weeks. That's going to be what, about $100? And I'm going to figure out, okay, how do I operate this, that? I got to know a little bit more about myself. Then I'm going to go into something else. So again, if you're saying, okay, where are you where you want to be right now in your life? Financially, it's working. I see it. It's working, right? It's been a little bit of a dud over the past couple of days, but it is working. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, in terms of the people who listen to me and all these other things that I'm actually putting out there, it is absolutely working. No doubt about it. How about your romantic relationships? To be honest with you, it's working. It's finally working. That's going to be discussed coming up very, very soon. I don't want to do my Will of Life podcast early because I believe that Within even a week's time, even bigger things are going to happen. But how about friendships? And okay, well, yeah, a friendship, that, that's the same person who I'm involved with right now. You know, I probably got a couple of others, but at the same time, I'm just like, ah, eh, shoulder shrug, don't really care. You know, I got some gym. I, oh, how about your health? Well, I, I have someone who encourages me on a routine basis. So again, you like, I know exactly who I want to be. I want to be that high performance coach. I want to be that transformation coach. I want to do English language training around the world. I want to start doing speaking engagements. I want to start investing into AR and VR and be the, 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 the face of that. I know that I want to transform education by being that change, not by focusing on the problem. I'm talking about focusing on the solution. That's VR, AR. So I know that that is right around the corner. So now, I'm going to go back to you. Are you doing exactly what you want to do and always wanted to do? Just be honest. Are you? Because <clears throat> it's incredibly easy to get caught up in that activity trap, in the busyness of life, to work harder and harder at climbing the ladder of success, only to discover upon reaching the top, that ladder was leaning against the wrong wall. I have just a tad regret 
in regards to 2016. I was climbing the ranks in my company. I was the most popular teacher. I was getting the most money. I was getting all the special projects. Next thing you know, there was a big change and I wasted my entire 2017 working at a place that was completely undeserving of me. But I left, I left towards the end of 2017. Okay, 2018 was like a build a year. Then 2019, I got a lot of special projects and then COVID hit this year. But again, COVID made me realize, let me double down and start doing this for myself. But again, I need to start taking quantum leaps. And I do believe over the past couple of weeks, things are starting to flow in. But again, going back to you, sometimes you might find yourself achieving victories that are empty, right? Successes that have come at the expense of things that you suddenly realize were far more valuable to the, like, uh, th those things are far more valuable than the success that you were going after. See, if your ladder is not leaning against the right wall, every step you take just gets you to the wrong place faster. How depressing is that? The higher you go, the more dissatisfied you become. Just imagine this. Let's, let's just imagine metaphorically speaking, there's a, let's say a 10 story ladder. I started, man, I started in the fucking basement probably B3, B4 of my company back in 2014. Nobody looked at me. No one talked to me. Everyone looked at me like, Psh, black, he ain't shit. That's who I used to work with. I'm not bullshitting. And finally, I got out of that basement. And it's probably towards the end of 2015 that finally when I created that course, that conversation course, I was on the fourth floor already. By the time, what, uh, August and September rolled around, I was at the eighth, ninth floor. And then I eclipsed that 10th floor. It had to be probably around maybe between August and November. No more than November because I remember I went to Bali that year too. So it had to be August, September of 2016. I was at the 10th floor. But then the rest of that and going up, I thought there was going to be a plateau and scale other mountains. There was nothing. It was a disaster. There was nothing else. And for a while, I just stayed there and just say, you know what, let me just bask all this in. But there was nothing to look at. And then I said, oh, man, things are starting to fall apart. I hear a lot of crumbling and like, you know, a lot, a lot of noise coming from the lower floors. I need to get the fuck off this building. I left. I got off that building, didn't go back into the basement, but I went up to another building. And this building, guess what? It was just a ladder. And this building was infinite. And there were clouds going all the way up. And the suspense of that, that's what made me stay here in Thailand longer. Do you guys get what I'm saying? See, to begin with the end in mind is all based on imagination. The ability to envision what's beyond those clouds, to see the potential, to create within your minds what you cannot at present see with your own eyes. Eyesight and mind sight. See, this is based on the principle that all things are created twice. There is a mental or first creation and a physical or second creation. The second creation follows from the first, just as building follows from a blueprint. It's the same in your personal life, people. If you don't make a conscious effort to visualize who you are and what you want in life, then guess what? You're just going to empower other people and circumstances to shape you and your life by default. That's it right there. I'm going to have to take that quote down. I'm going to post that bitch everywhere. That is it right there.
Do you know how important that is for all of you to hear? You don't understand. See, because look at yourself right now. Is who you are because the circumstances shaped you into that person who you are? Like victim, circumstances. It's all circumstantial. I was a victim for the longest in timeline because circumstances shaped me into who I was. It empowered me to become that default. That's it. I didn't have an imagination behind, you know, a beyond being just black or just a shade in the American fabric. It wasn't until, you know what, no more victim, I'm a hero. I'm the motherfucker that holds the fabric together. That's the key. See, it's about connecting again with your uniqueness and then defining the personal, moral, ethical guidelines within which you can most happily express and fulfill. See, to begin with the end in mind means to begin each day, task, or project with a clear vision of your desired direction and destination, and then continue by flexing your proactive muscles to make things happen. So what we're gonna do right now is you're gonna get some writing done, okay? It's time for you to check your vision. All right, we got about five questions. So it's time for you to have that checkup. What are you doing right now with your life? Does it make you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? That's it, boy! I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, this is it. What are you doing right now with your life? Okay, so Arsenio, you got a lot of different things. I'm putting a lot of spontaneity back into my life. You know, the interprovincial traveling is now starting to get me happy again because, you know, I'm going to different places with someone who, we, you know, we, we just have a blast going everywhere. And so to do that and to go to, you know, Christmas and to go to, you know, these national parks, this means everything to me, man. Not only that, how about my career? 1,000% personal development, it has been beyond and on top because now I have a clear vision of what I want to develop into. And I know I'm going to have to start making investments for that now. Now, yes, I got the books and yes, I do this podcast, but in order for me to continue giving you guys even more and my students even more, I'm gonna have to up the ante. It's investment time. Does what you do make you happy? Do you feel fulfilled every day? Yeah, there were times and I'd say, yeah, today. Today I was like, man, oh, I just don't feel enthusiastic. Why? What have you been doing all day? Have you been working on your work? No. What the fuck? So if there's a time that you're working on your work and you no longer feel enabled to do it, then we got a problem. But you've been just sitting on your bed over the past four hours, not doing a goddamn thing. It's time to get up. You only do something when you know that you have a schedule. When something puts you into that confine of, hey, you have to schedule your day. So online coaching, 3 to 5 p.m., dinner, 5.30 to about 8 p.m. Come back home. Fuck you, technology. I am not bullshitting anymore. Not bullshitting anymore. Tomorrow morning, hey, got myself an online class that's actually going to build that momentum. So tomorrow morning, okay, seven. And then in the evening, going to meet up with a friend. And then, and then full day class coming up uh, this Sunday. And then Monday, it's that time. Let's hit it, let's hit it, let's hit it. But during the day, I need to schedule time for learning. 
So here we go. Next question. Do you keep gravitating toward? What, like, like what do you keep gravitating toward? Right? Uh, is it different from what you're currently doing? Like, again, different from what you're currently doing. You want to go this way, but you keep gravitating this way. This goes back to the whole reactive and proactivity. If not, you got to go back to that, do some more writing, and then come back to this, okay? Because if you haven't gotten past that, and you still have distractions, such as me, I'm human. I have the same distractions as anyone else. So, again, let's go back to your childhood. It's kind of hard to do. But what did you like to do as a child? Do those things still bring you satisfaction? Are you doing any of them? Music? Always. Running? Every day. Workout? Yes. Living, loving, laughing? That's it. So I make sure that those inner child, that inner child is always nurtured. So I nurture that side because I know that side is always in me. You got to have that child in you. And if your inner child has been regressed and you're, you've been put into a corner, you got to give that inner child a voice again. That's a whole nother story. So again, what interests you most right now? To be honest, anytime I think about, oh my God, man, I'm going to sign up for this thing and I'm going to get all these courses and I'm going to get this online training, that excites the living hell out of me. Because I know with each course or with each training, I could do an IGTV, create content and continue giving more and more and more to everyone out here. It's a benefit. It's a win-win situation and I'm developing. Remember I told you in my last couple of podcasts, the transformation coach from last year, she is gone. The close friend who I had mentioned probably like last month by the name of Dita, and she probably messages me once, uh, maybe every one to two weeks now. And what she says is really not much. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, so I understand. Those two were put into my life last year to get through last year. Oh, I get it. So now this year, I need a whole new ball plate. See, it's all about the process. Understand some purposeful relationships, they go dead. And I'm like, damn, why is she talking to me anymore? It's because it's done. You need some new folks to take you to the next level. What you got in level two isn't, isn't going to get you past level three. It's like Mega Man, right? Have you guys ever played Mega Man X on Super Nintendo? If you tried going into some of those battles, like if you tried using fire on some kind of rock like it was Pokemon, that shit ain't going to work. You got to upgrade. You got to get new weapons. You got to get new things that could tap into that weakness so that you can break through it, right? Go to the next level. And sometimes shit that you got in level one, two, three ain't gonna take you to level 10. Number 11, level 11, level 12, metaphorically speaking, from a game perspective. So again, what interests you most right now? Next, what fills your soul? Eric Thomas talking about personal development, all that. Doing what I do every day, getting these clients and you know, having people connect with me on Facebook and over here, over there, and posting these different things, that gives me everything that fills my soul. What can you do well? What are your unique traits and strengths? I can write. I can speak. That's my number one. That's everything. That's the voice. I can inspire. My charisma. My benevolence. My personality is a one in a six, seven billion. Because guess what? There's no one else on, on this planet like me or you. 
There's no one else that's going to be exactly like you on this planet. No one. No one. So, again, there are unique traits to you. What can you do well? Some people probably have pointed it out over the last X amount of, you know, days, weeks, months, years. And then you got to take that next step. So in saying that, people, that's the end of the beginning of the begin with the end in mind. So I am very, very grateful for all of you. Stay tuned for more. Got a hell of a lot more coming over and out.